We're live. Back again with the boys. Me, Caleb, um, and my dog. Yeah. And then we also have two wonderful guests. Say say hey to the fans. Hey to the fans. Hello, fans. Two <laughs> returning guests with us, Connor, uh, Big Cummins, and um, Ryan. Welcome back, Ryan. Good to be here. It's been too long, and you got your own mic now, too. Yeah. Feels feels unbelievable, honestly. Yeah, last time you, you and me were sharing, so this is a whole new level for you. It's a good feeling. Hmm. <laughs> I hope you guys like the crib. The crib's very nice. It's awesome. Just set the vibe. We're we're on my couch, my living room. I have the NBA on. It's the first day of the regular season, by the way. Oh, I don't know if any of you guys are NBA fans. No, just me. That's all right. That's all right. Occasional. I mean, throw back to first episode where me and oh man, rest in peace, Austin. And uh, yeah. Ethan talking about the Damian Lillard trade. Well, now he's on the Bucks. Didn't go to the Celtics, and uh, Celtics play tomorrow night. So I'm looking forward to that. Awesome for you. Yeah, it, it actually is. Um, I also want to say this dog's PJs are just looking so. Are you watching on video? This dog is just wearing like the, like the most coziest looking PJs. So she came in. Well, she didn't. She was she was here. She lives here. Uh, Ryan comes in first. He was the first one to show up, and she's just going absolutely ham on Ryan. Just yep. yeah, she didn't like me giving him the business. Mm-hmm. Give him the old one two, the old one two. Ooh, ooh. She was old CT one two. Yeah, man. Uh, she would not quit barking. So B comes out. She's like, "All right, we got to put some PJs on her." I don't know why, but we did. And then she like instantly fell asleep in my lap. And me and Ryan just chilled for a few minutes until Connor showed up. And she's been fine. Now she's uh, licking her crotch. Nice. Good dog. As one does. So the PJ's calmer? Restrainer? I think so. I mean, look at her. She's chill. I think she likes the PJ's. (laughs) Willow, do you like the PJ's? (laughs) Meow. Thank you for that, Willow. Give a little voice, Willow. Oh man! So, as it is that we are in my, uh, uh what's that word? My, I wasn't gonna say crib establishment Do- domain. Huh? Domain domicile. Ooh, I was going for domicile. Is that how you say that? I mean, it's, it's something. Yeah, you can say it. So I had to whip up my concoction uh, for the fellas. For me, Connor and Caleb, Ryan. Sorry, but um, yeah. So me. Connor, Caleb, um, I made a gimlet. Wild Roots Gin. doesn't have to be Wild Roots. Um, Wild Roots Gin, and it is, uh, it's got grapefruit and cucumber uh, natural flavors in there. So I'm imagining they distilled, or however they make gin, with mm-hmm. juniper berries and a little grapefruit, cucumber. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the gin. And then all it is is uh, shake it up with a little lime cordial. I mean, don't even know what that is, but I made it. I would say it's fantastic. It's very sweet. That's yeah. cool. You made your own cordial? Yeah. That's, that's I mean, pretty, that's pretty basic, classy. Basically a lime simple syrup, but I, I, I threw some pills in there, let it sit for like an hour because I did it after work. But um, yeah, and then you shake that up with ice and then a little extra lime juice because you already got that lime cordial. Mm-hmm. 
And it it's really doesn't have that much sugar. It's funny you say it's sweet. Um, but tell me what you guys uh, are thinking about it. Mm. Mm. That's good. I like that a lot. Yeah. It's not that I mean, sweet. It's nothing crazy. No, it's really good. I like it a lot. You just obviously really get the lime mm-hmm. and gin. So it really depends what gin you use, I think. And because of the cordial, it's not uh, super acidic. Right. It kind of takes dollars. Yeah. Because with the peel and everything, it just tastes like really good lime. Like you get lime flavor and the sweetness battles the acidity. And it's just like right in the middle. It's great. And then, yeah, of course, it's mostly highlighting the gin, which is really good gin. That's really good. Yeah. Wild roots. Well, I mean, I was looking for another one. Greenhouse. I had a friend make it with greenhouse gin. And man, it was better than this. It was like, Oh man, it was the best gin I've ever had. But this is good. Dang, yeah, I was uh trying to find that gin and I couldn't find it. Did you look? I was looking around. Yeah, thanks, bud. Appreciate that. No problem. Apparently we gotta go to Knoxville or Atlanta. Talk yeah. Get it. Um, uh, what do you guys rate it? Not expecting high <laughs> ratings because it's a pretty simple cocktail, but eleven out of ten. Let's go. Nice. Let's go. Normally with gin drinks, it's kind of like I'll get kind of like a rough aftertaste. I'm not sure if it's the gin or just the syrup itself, but it's, it is very smooth. So sweet. I mean, as far as gin drinks go, I'm giving it like a 8.7. But Dang. drinks in general, bro, I'm giving it like a 8.2. So 8.2, I will say I'll take it. I'll take an 8.2 for sure. I rate it, dude, honestly, yeah, like a 8.3. Okay. I had to do one extra. Yeah. I had to top them. Maybe I made y'all's a little better than I made mine. Really? Is it? Do you do anything well, different? no, I like it, but the one I did make earlier for B, I like better than this one I have oh, in you, hand. Do you, do you measure it? Uh, Yeah. Man, how could you have done this for Dan? Um, um, it's a mystery. But this the one, one is not as good. Uh, it is a mystery. The I'll give it a seven and a half. The one I made earlier, um, I liked a little better. Yeah, I mean, I love gin, so this is like Rum Alley. This is super similar to uh, that one I make with this uh, normal dry gin. You mold up the cucumbers in it. Some London, mm-hmm, a little bit of like lemon or lime in it. Yeah, super good. Sweet. All right. Well, I did I rate it. Yeah, uh, you said seven and a half. Yeah, yeah, seven and a half. Okay, that's what I was gonna say. All right. <laughs> well, it it was a win for sure. Win for me. What a treat! I haven't mixed up drinks in in a while. Probably since I was like a barista. So, wow, it's been a while. Mm-hmm. Did your making coffee days coincide with your making cocktail days? Yeah. And then when you stopped one, you're like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Too much how it went, yeah, gang. Basically. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, all right. That's it. No, like I bought the that uh little mixology set over there, the shaker, the jig, the uh there's a little strainer, the spoon, um, and then some ice tongs. Oh, nice. And it came in a little set, it's on matte black. It's actually really pretty. I love it. Got off Amazon. Um yeah. Just not quite like you, Caleb. Not quite yet. Just <laughs> not, not quite as good as you. No, I, I, uh, I just, I guess I focus on it more. Well, you know what you need to make us next? What is that? 
Like my favorite drink that you make. What's that? You just made it for me. Oh, really? Saturday. Uh, what did I just make Saturday? I'm having a hard time remembering what I did Saturday. Oh, yes. Espresso martini. Mm-hmm. Don't know what an espresso martini is, but yeah. Espresso martini is really good. You should have it sometime. Espresso, for sure. Oh, man. It's, uh, it's pretty tasty, to be honest. Speaking of, Connor, you missed out Saturday. I did. I was telling him before you got here, Caleb. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got on Saturday, went to, it was a little local Tootsie uh, Craft Brewery Festival. That's so pretty much you just pay your little ticket price. You get a little cup. There's all these vendors around, and uh, you can just taste all the beer you want. And there was even homebrew vendors and craft brew vendors, and then more of the bigger ones like Samuel Adams and stuff like that. And you can just drink beer for a couple hours and walk around outside. Listen Super to music. awesome. Listen to music, watch the game. And then food trucks. Dude, mm. Grace's Lumpia food truck. They don't put me on. You ever heard of it? No, huh? I haven't. Ryan, it's this Filipino food truck in Cookville, bro. Actually, they're lumpias. Is those little fried yeah. things? Yeah, it looks like kind of like small egg rolls. They're yeah, like, that's the a Vietnamese good version, I guess. Right. Filipino. Oh my, Filipino. I think they're. Filipino. Oh my, wait, what is it Filipino? Yeah. Well, I think so. I don't know. Doesn't really matter. But it, it's really <laughs> delicious. It's unbelievable. Canceled. Yeah, it's good food. <laughs> that is true. No matter what, it was so flaky. Oh my gosh, it was like I don't explain it. Like super flaky crust, and the filling was amazing. And then guess what they had on the outside of their food truck? What's that? <laughs> Karaoke. Really? Like a TV. Awesome. Yeah, a TV. Specifically, the software they got on there, whatever they got it plugged into, for karaoke on the side of the truck with a mic. And you just start going. Did you guys do any? No. I was, t- I was too busy. Too. I mean, it was a timed festival, you know, four hours. So I ate my food and I was back in the, the booths. Yeah. I want to try more beer. I had to hurry up. Man, I thought y'all guys. It's like a smoker. I thought y'all would have sung drinking problem. but Yeah, I was pretty close to seeing Creep. Really? <laughs> Man. Just by himself. Because there wasn't even like that many people over by the no, trucks. Yeah. Just, just imagine Caleb over there. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm a creep. It's got like lock eyes and so on across the area. He's just staring at the street. I'm not even looking at the TV. I'm just staring out of the parking lot. I know you're, <laughs> you're looking at all the passerbys. Listen. I'm a weird. Lay my back on the cement. <laughs> Snow angel on the cement. Just burning oh, your skin. Yes. <laughs> just least scraping your elbows. Hey, I'm a creep, man. I'm a weirdo for real. <laughs> and then he turns into a cockroach and falls away. Yeah. <laughs> Throw some money at it. As, as it happens, you know. What did you do Saturday, brother? Speaking of the mic. I remember what I did Saturday. Oh, no. Give me a second. <laughs> Meanwhile, listen to Willow uh, snoring. Oh, that pajamas will do to, to a dog. She's out like a light. That's what pajamas does to a fella for real. Mm. Bro, that's me. I almost wore pajamas here. I was like, it's that type of night. Then, yeah, uh, let's have a little movie night, a little sleepover. I mean, you got to be out Bro. by six o'clock, but <laughs> so I can get to work. Hey, other than that, you know how much fun it'll be to do a. 
to all of us buy like a stupid onesie we're like wearing some animal onesie or something this is like two pod onesies it's a movie night <laughs> tonight we're watching indiana jones and i'm wearing a frog onesie <laughs> When, when is the hot chocolate coming out? Yeah, come on. Where's the popcorn? Yeah. Hey, come on. Me and the boys, we're trying to watch a movie tonight. We are planning on doing a full um, Lord of the Rings watch party. That would be a lot of fun. It's uh, just a classic, classic film to enjoy, especially during the fall. So I will definitely be wearing a onesie for that. Yeah. But an orc onesie. Orc onesie, yeah. One you could buy. Super yeah, easy. Yeah, tops. <laughs> I don't know how this will go with your little movie there, but still wearing it. It's my favorite dinosaur onesie. Very much. <laughs> Not the uh what you said, Twiceratops. Yeah. Twiceratops, yeah. Mm-hmm. A little bit like the top dog dinosaur right there. Best one. <laughs> I was gonna say like another dinosaur, but yeah, yeah, I can't think of one, no. Allosaurus, Stegosaurus, yeah. I don't know, Tyrannosaurus Rex, yeah. Carnosaurus. Yeah, that ain't a real one. Look it up. Dang. Yeah. He, which one didn't believe? The carnosaurus. Carnosaurus. It's like the bad guy in uh, what's the movie called? Lame Before Time. No, no, no. Is it Lame Before Time? Maybe. There's a T-Rex. Yeah. Bad guy in that. Yeah. Wait, T-Rex is a carnosaurus. No, the thing is a carnosaurus. No, no, like life. Smaller. No, that have you ever seen that old movie? Life. life. I've seen Life. Yeah, and the CGI dinosaurs and everything. Yeah, the bad ones in that movie were carnosaurs. Oh, okay. I was obsessed with the movie as a kid. I wonder if I watch the movie now if I'd like it. Yeah. It's like, I've never heard of that movie ever again. Watched as a kid, never again. You got Man. the nostalgia of a kid enjoying old movies. Dude. Yeah, speaking of nostalgia, our draft today, we are drafting nostalgic video games. That bled in perfectly. That was perfect. Uh, also, speaking of nostalgia, I got hit with an animated movie I completely forgot about today. Really? Yeah, because um, you know we did the animated movies draft episode with Ryan, right? Oh, or was that, that with you? No, I don't think. No, 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 no. That uh, three. We did animated movies. I what think. did we do with you? No, no. It was episode one animated movies. We did the historical figures with Ryan. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, okay. man. Back to topic. <laughs> Back to topic. Uh, Mars wants moms. Oh my oh, gosh! Who I remembers that one? I remember it, and it was terrible. It was so weird. Never heard of it. Don't care. Yeah. Ratio. Like Mars wanted moms, like so they could bear children. I think so. So they kept stealing moms, and then one of the one of the kids, and this was a kids movie. One of the kids yeah. saw him, so he like gets taken, like he runs after her and gets taken as well, and he goes on a crazy journey. Wow! <laughs> Can you bless me with something, mom, mom wise? wise. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! Can she bear children? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, that's great. How about uh, Aliens in the Attic? That yes. was a good one. That was, yeah. I mean, again, I feel like one of those movies, if I watched right now, I'd be like, what am I watching right now? I think it would hold up. You think? <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I really feel like that's a. Didn't it have Austin Butler in it? Or it had some big actor when he was a kid? It did have. I think it's somebody looked like up. I can't get my phone. I think it had. I well, what's that guy in Conan O'Brien's like assistant, Alan? Oh. Is Alan or? Look up. Uh, hey, Zach, can you please pull up past 
Oh, Oh, wait, Zach isn't here. Uh, Ryan. I guess. I'll be your... It was Austin. I knew it. Oh, man, really? And uh, Ashley... Is Dale from Dark? Yeah, oh, we know. Oh, okay, I knew he was in there. Oh, Kevin Nielsen, Doris Roberts, Thomas Hayden, Kanye West, Josh Peck. Oh yeah, Andy Richter. That was Dude, that cast was low. J.K. Simmons. Was Brother, what in the world? He was probably one of the voices of the yeah, alien. He was Skip. So I'm gonna yeah. guess that's an alien. Hazer was Thomas Hayden. That's Dude, awesome. loaded cast. That's why that movie would still hold up today. The movie he just talked about the other, way, the other day. It's a movie that me and him watched when we were kids. Was a uh, Master of Disguise. Oh yes, yeah. Master of Disguise. Oh, the he turns into a turtle. Yeah, yeah. Turtle going to be the Master of Disguise. Uh, again. I only watched it when I was a kid. He watched it recently again. He said it was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Why you change them? He uh, said. Yeah, he good. said subjectively good, but not objectively. Oh. There's a difference. Okay. If I would understand it. All right. It was, it was still good. And just, yeah, that was more of a nostalgic. Because I think if I didn't watch it and like it as a kid, I don't know if I'd like it as much now. That's true. Actually, one I had the other day, it's a super kids movie. Actually, I don't have my phone. It's a super kids movie. I'm pretty sure it's called, oh, maybe Little Bear or something. No, it's not Little Bear. I should forget what it is now. Bear in the Big Blue House. No. Oh, so, it's, I love that one. It's yeah. one of those treehouse movies you know like super for kids movies like the, the bear that was with franklin the turtle no no not that one. Oh, actually that was called little bear i think it might is it in that same universe because i remember i was such a kid and like he goes camping with his dad and gets lost and it's just oh no i think it's, it is that you, you think franklin, yeah. man a little multiverse action in the franklin universe <laughs> franklin lore goes deep man that's the turtle and bear friend, man. Franklin lore. All right. I got the list. I got the order. Of the draft. Draft. All right. Connor, Caleb, Ryan, Nick. Oh, last on this one, fellas. That's so Connor, you're, you're first. It's going to go literally in a okay order from here. Starting with Connor. Nostalgic games. I'm going to choose pop tropica. Oh, that is good. a good one. Yeah. So I need to, we need to keep track of this. So uh, uh, usually, I'll Ethan, you, you will. Usually, Ethan does on his laptop, but now Ethan is on vacation. So he is. Hope you're having fun, buddy. He's in Florida right now. Hope you're enjoying the subs right now. St. George Island, enjoying the sights. Beautiful time. Hmm. Yeah, Pop Tropica was like. I remember being really into the game when I was like. Seven? Oh yeah, it's like I think around the time it came out. Probably Maybe. I played it in school. I know that, but I never played it at home. Mm, yeah, I played uh like Pet Pet Park and like Neopets and the, that stuff. Oh, oh I, really? I was never really oh, into yeah. that furry stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> not be me, but bro, go off. I mean, it wasn't like I played Webkins. Oh, you play Webkins. Is, yeah, you know you one of those furries now. Yeah, no offense. Yeah, no offense, but man, Webkins, that was rough. Man, parents be buying these super expensive, stupid toys just so their kid can activate it online. Man. Oh yeah. All right, Caleb. All right, mine is Hunter's gonna love this one too. 
It's Shrek 2, the video game. <laughs> I knew you could take that one. That is, I don't, if you've never played mm-hmm. it, it was on, We I played it on the I original did. Xbox. You did? Yes. Oh, man. This is a game yeah. that, I, well, not only would me and Connor and my sister, the siblings, play it all the time, but my whole family would play it. My mom and dad, too. We all get together and like, play this game because it's four player. Four player? Yeah. And we take turns and play. It's like Shrek, Donkey, um, the uh, yeah, person. Levels change and you could be different people. There's one where you could uh, break Fiona. Yeah. Break people out of a of a jail. Mm. And that one random level you could play as like a little fairy. That's awesome. It was like super fun. Oh dude. One of the coolest games. Yeah. It was so much fun. That's my super nostalgia game for me. Yeah, that game was like way ahead of its time too. Like the characters, I don't know if you've like looked at it recently. I remember the characters being like the characters in the movie, but now if you look at them, they're like all pale face and they look really weird. They look pretty weird. They, yeah. they look way off. But the Dude, all, gameplay, the, all the games I looked up because I was just looking up stuff today randomly as I thought of them that I would want to take. And then I looked them up and I'm like, wow, that is not what I remember it looking like. Oh, yeah. Still awesome, though. Yeah, it's funny how our brain like replaces oh, yeah. things. Ryan? I'm picking Super Mario Brothers 3 on the uh, Super Nintendo. Classic. Ooh, yeah. That's a, I used That's to play good. that with my dad more when I was like six. I don't even remember. On an actual Super Nintendo with the cartridges, you had to like blow out. Yeah. Oh, really? That's we still awesome. Have it too. Does it work? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, we still play on it. Oh, That's that? super cool. That is awesome. Very nostalgic for me. I remember beating the top of my original Xbox. <laughs> That's our version. I'm not kidding, like stomping on it. To make it finally work, yeah, yeah it was bad. Yeah, which yeah. I, I feel like I was partially to blame for going bad. Stop it. Stop yeah, body slamming it. You get it to work, but each time it would make it harder like, and harder for it to yeah. work. Yeah, I oh, knew I was like, if I kind of like tap on it right here, it'll work better. And then kind of yeah, took it to one of the extremes. And I was like, <laughs> I think I saw Caleb do this once. <laughs> it works now. Just a little Connors. Which Xbox was that? Just the, the original, original. Yeah, the original. This Xbox. Actually, yeah. I had a little Game Boy. Game Boy. Oh, sheesh. Hey, Connor. I, I used to play it. I got it, and I was playing it. And uh, Connor started trying to play it. And one time he got, like, just... Well, Connor, whenever he was super young, just, like, if he was losing anything, would, like, lose his mind. So he was losing like, on a level of this game. And every time he'd lose it, he just, like, bash it in the wall oh. and just go right back to playing it. Or he just be like, oh, actually, oh, angry. It was, it was worse because I remember I was, well, first off, we never played, like, it was a rarity. We had to ask our parents to play games and, like, we'd only play for, like, 30 minutes and they'd say, like, get off. Dang. So it was very strict. So the amount of time, like, on this Game Boy, I would actually have, like, free play on this. Like, I could take it, go to another room and do whatever I want. So I got obsessed with this one game. <laughs> it was like a, <laughs> it's like a prison break game. Yes. And, I I would make it so far, but you once you die, like you run out of lives, you, you restart, restart the whole all, all over again. So every time that happened, I wouldn't just beat the Game Boy against the ground. I'd beat it against my head. <laughs> I scared him. I would take it, slam my head into it. And then one day I did that and the whole screen just went gray. Yeah, we did. And we had to get rid of it because it broke. Yeah, ruined it. Great time. I don't know how that happened. You know, he's like bleeding. <laughs> yeah. Stupid <laughs> game. Another one. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> game boys are dangerous. Oh my gosh. Okay, it's my turn. Oh no! So most of my nostalgic games are going to be on the PS2. 
but mm. there's one I really want to take. People still play it heavily right now, but it's been around a while. And all I can think about, I, this isn't, I'm just going to take it. It's so good, man. I played it, you know, like you're back in sixth, seventh grade, just playing the crap out of this. It's Minecraft. Oh, yeah. Because I, I That's just, the first thing I thought of when you said yeah. still playing. Yeah, people yeah. still love that game. I mean, it's huge, but we played it when it first came out, you know? Mm-hmm. Man, so that. It was that, a different game then. And it was. So, and you, man, now every year you're like, all right, boys, we're going to we gonna hop into a Minecraft world real quick. But back then, you're playing it, grinding it every day. So, dude, I mean, I'll have to show you my world someday. Oh, yeah. You still have it? Oh, yeah. Survival or? Yeah, survival. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, a big old house with like a concord and a fountain out there, bro. That's nice. Armadillos in Minecraft. Yeah. And pandas. Look where things have gone. All these amendments. (laughs) Wow. All these amendments. I don't think I can play. (laughs) Kids these days be having armadillos. I didn't have crap. Oh, I, and I get generation. I get back to back. All right, all right. Hashtag now cancel Minecraft. <laughs> cancel armadillos. All right, all right. I'm going MX versus ATV. Oh, and there, there was a Ooh, bunch okay. of them. Yeah, but like MX versus ATV, like Unleashed or Unlimited or something. Man, dude, yeah. that was on my list. That's me and Connor just grinded. Oh, we, me and hard. Cameron did too. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, remember we'd like get to the edge of the map and it would just toss you. Yeah. Out in the middle yeah. Of nowhere. Yeah. Yep. We we would just play that sometimes for like hours and like doing that and the timed events you're just grinding it like to get a higher score just one of those yes. challenges and you're just like oh man you use all these different like I think that one you could fly like helicopters if you wanted to I mean there was levels. yeah they they made like six of those games so was it, like it was unleashed or something like it, that MX unleashed MX unleashed yeah. we played yeah yeah it's a whole series of made by like the same creators mm-hmm. I think fun game super fun man. Man, hours into that this is actually mm-hmm. like got me hankering to play these no right i really wish i wouldn't have sold my ps2 with all of my games for like 60 bucks to the local pawn shop mm. i still we have you still have ours I wonder if it still works that'd be really cool if it did it's fired up yep right I, yeah actually we totally should that'd be a cool night bring your all your old systems and just try out stuff on them sadly i don't have them anymore oh <laughs> Guess I can't join. Guess you can't join. Guess we're going to the pawn shop. Yeah. All right. A couple years ago. Remember, like 12 years ago, <laughs> that PS2 with a buttload of games. You ripped me off. Who did you sell it to? Yeah. What was the name? I'm going to track them down. <laughs> All right. Connor. Uh, I started. I think it's someone else. Yeah. Oh, no. It's uh, it's a. Yeah. So it goes back to Ryan. Sorry. Oh, yeah. You're right. Oh, man. I'm going to say. Donkey Kong Country. Man, he's going Kong. Nintendo. Also Super Nintendo, yeah. and I also still have it. It's a super nostalgic game. That's awesome. Yeah. You're picking older games than we are. Yeah, I know. That was like my dad played those games when he was growing no, up. No, that makes sense, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Because you either, you either do find your own games from back then, or you literally, yeah, play the games the person teaching you mm-hmm. played. So that, that was your experience. My dad didn't really play that much, so I just kind of had to get my own games. Mm-hmm. Um, another one that Karen's going to love. Karen obsessed in this game as well. Don't you dare. It's Disney Skate. Oh, my God, bro. Disney Skate Adventure. It's literally like yeah, Disney it. Tony Hawk skating, but oh, it's all Disney characters. Disney Skate Adventure. Yeah. And it literally yes. was like... 
Oh my goodness! Like you know, you could be playing in the pizza. Uh, what's the in Toy Story? The pizza. Um, yeah, it's planet. Yeah, pizza you're playing inside there, like really small. And you're little Toy Story characters, or That's you can be awesome. playing like in the jungle, like Tarzan. Um, bunch of be, movies. Yeah, there was one. There's a map called Clayton's Ship. Man, I was gonna take this one. You, because I was obsessed. He's with this got one. your number, you bud. He does. Yeah. That's what happens when you grow up with a fella? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was one where it was all like, my fellas. <laughs> it was Clayton's ship from tarzan yeah you could just like go around the whole ship there's like this little bonus yep. area where you can like see the squid it was yeah crazy nostalgic yeah connor got so into that he like found weird things you could like easter eggs you could find and like ways to get out of the world and kind of glitch out and kind of explore oh, yeah. the outer level that you're not supposed to get into yeah but, I actually yeah I, I glitched through the outside of the the map there and i was like able to like climb up these little things and like get above the above the little maps they had because yeah. I spent countless time on that when I should have been educating myself in stocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> should have been investing be all of now. my all of my uh V bucks. Didn't have V bucks back then. <laughs> all, my, yeah. all, my, all my Disney skate adventure bucks. <laughs> I'm a true Disney skate adventure entrepreneur. I've spent all those hours grinding VC on 2K. Should have been investing that. I mean, you could be getting crypto NFTs. <laughs> all right. Um. So, Connor, back to Connor, and then you got two picks. Okay. Um. First, I'm gonna do. I know it's still big, but Roblox. Oh yeah. I I figured that would get picked. Yeah. So that was like, hey, still ten years ago. As Ethan always says, life is Roblox. Yeah, <laughs> that's very true. That is very true. Yeah, they had um, yeah, there were so many different maps. There's one I was very obsessed. I think I'm discovering how obsessed I was with video games. <laughs> um, there was this one where it was um, paintball. You could use your paintball gun to like jump yourself up in the map and like get higher in like a certain area. And then you were able to like snipe people from from up high, down low. So I'd always I'd always cheat in the game. I found that very fun. That's so, yeah, awesome. Roblox. That's my cool story, guys. Cool. Kind of was good at the Roblox paintballs. All right. Oh yeah, I got next pick. Um, next pick, brother. <clears throat> Gosh. Star Wars Battlefront. No, now you took one from me. Yeah, the original. Wait, which one? Um, oh man. Nah, I'm not gonna take. If you take two, I'm not gonna take one. So you can have them both, I guess. I can't. I don't want. Well, I'll say Starbucks. Well, Star Wars Battlefront two. Yeah. Like that one actually had Jedi in. I think they improved. Yeah, they two. did. Yeah, but one is still very nostalgic. But two. Yeah, yeah like you could uh, um. What's it called? Moss Eisley? Yeah, the uh, the so, maps in Battlefront 2 were a little better. Mm -hmm. and the world, you know, they had the planet picking. It could be mm -hmm. like Aya Sakura. And... Yeah, when you could be the Jedi, I was Luke. Pretty mind blown. You could do that. Yeah. So cool. I was That was my next pick, Honor. So congratulations for ruining my night. Yeah. <laughs> and my night's done. Just throw <laughs> one. <laughs> Cut it off. I'm gone. All right, good guys. Is my mic still work? <laughs> All right, that's uh, Caleb. I was gonna say Star Wars Battlefront One, 
Dang, so you were picking that next two? I was going to say one. Why did I not pick that? Yeah, because one, I love two, but I started playing one first. And, like, man, that's the game I super got into. Like, you could play these weird missions, and there was Jedi in the game. You can already be him. And, like, I would set up a bunch of mines, so whenever the Jedi walked yeah. over, it just blow off the map or something. <laughs> like, I did all this stuff. And they're, like, invincible. You can't you can't get them. Oh, dude. So you are picking one? I am Even though one. he just picked two? Yeah, he's picking two. That, that's, that was, uh, that's just my one of my favorites. All right, well, Lame. we'll get pwned. Yep. Bye, uh, that's a good pick. <clears throat> yeah, the first one, actually, like, all the maps are more nostalgic. Because I feel like we played that Same. one more. Wait, so which one do you want, then, Connor? No, I'm, I was two, bro. Okay. Just making sure. <laughs> what do you want? I'm just making sure. I mean, I think it's kind of lame you picked one right after you picked two. But... Yeah, for real. Oh, my God. My... I was, was uh, going to pick. Different game. Dude. Man, I always love. 8.3 kind of dude right here. <laughs> even though, yeah. <laughs> even though you're playing, like, NPCs. At the end of the end of the matches, it would show you like the leaderboards and like, yeah, all that they have their names. Yeah, your biggest enemy, whoever killed you the most, and then whoever yeah. you got the most. Yeah, and it was like you felt like you were playing against other people, but you weren't. They were yeah. just made up. It was yeah. so fun. Was and fun. they would show the oh, band fodder. Is that what it's called? Band fodder. Yeah. Band fodder. And like almost every single game was me. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's a game that I play, actually play with my dad a lot. The original one. And yeah, we play. I play that, that, and we put it in the hardest difficulty. Yep. And I, we eventually got enough that we could like, yeah, do pretty good. That's what we did. But too. if you were, if you played against the Empire, there's a no, certain level of people, separatists. Separatists. Okay. If you played so against hard. separatists, you could never win. Yeah, because they had the droidicas. The droidicas. They slaughtered. Oh yeah. Because when you have it on hard, that just means their aim is like basically perfect. Their aim is perfect. And yeah. and they have like. I think the most powerful weapons, yeah. It's well the Jordicas are for sure. Yeah, it's it gets to be a little hard to handle. Especially if you played oh my goodness. No, uh, not for me. Cloud City uh, Cloud City uh platforms. Yeah. Oh that was so fun. It's like that skinny ramp, yeah. you know? Oh man. Hey, shout out to the new battlefronts too though. I mean they're fun. Yep. Yeah, yeah, they're they fun. have a Cloud City map that's not I, I actually don't like it as much as the no. old but yeah. it's still like pretty good. I would love if they would could do, you could like download maps like mods basically. I mean, I know in the PC, no doubt there is this mod of the original Battlefronts maps. Yeah, be play with all the new stuff. That'd be sweet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, Halo. I mean, oh, a lot of games you can download all these different mods and do that. Yeah, and I think it'd just be a lot of fun to do that. I'm going to uh, cool math games, dude. I don't remember what it's called, but it was the one where you're like an alien and you're roller skating and the, like you shift the whole map do you guys remember oh yeah oh and yeah. it's just platforms it's all the trial platforms no it's like it's like a tube and there's holes and yeah and you're yeah. running yeah. yeah yeah i know which one here yeah yeah so i'm gonna say cool math I remember playing that in computer class in elementary school running yeah i'm gonna say cool math running game my com- oh, my school banned they like on all the computers block that website yeah cool math games dude Super man cool school um, yeah. I hated them. Hopefully, they don't ban it from Ethan. <laughs> Man, that would be a sad day. Ban it from Ethan. Yeah, dude, he loves cool math games. <laughs> oh, does he? Oh, he's a big fan. He still big plays fan. it today. To this day. That's real. Oh yeah, no way. All the time. All the time. Yeah. Today he's not here to talk about it because he'd just be totally agreeing with us right now. Man, 
I wish the other here. game from Cool Math. It was like the Lava Girl and Water Boy. Oh, yeah. Yes. I used to play it on one computer. Dude, I used to play that all the time as a little mm-hmm. kid. Yeah, I'd get my little friend. Let's play this game. Oh, man. I was going to say something, but I might use that for my nostalgic. Okay. How many do we get? Three? No, I say we do four. Okay. Okay. Or five, but if we can if we can stop at four. Right. So, um, so these saying? are my last two then. Okay. So I will take another Star Wars game because I was going to take Battlefront, but I got to get one in. So I'm going to take The Force Unleashed. Oh, mm. I forgot. About... I literally was thinking, I was like, I know there was a game I played all the time. What was that, that game? Yeah. Still to this day, one of the best Star Wars games. That and, you know, um, Jedi Fallen Order. But The Force Unleashed, man. You're... You know, you're um, Galen Merrick, Starkiller. He's, if he was canon, that's the most OP character in Just like, so all cool. of Star Wars. And the Wars. story is so cool. I wish they would make a canon. So it's not, it doesn't go along with Star Wars, actually. Well, it's not like, didn't actually happen. But because he was, a, he was basically Vader's Padawan. Or uh, what, who Vader was training to become his... So after he turned to the dark side, he yeah, started yeah, the next is and uh, yeah, and he was like super powerful, man. Because he's awesome. just you built up with anger. Yeah, yeah, and you could play it. You could always make choices on what you did, and you could get darker and darker, or you could get lighter and lighter. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, just and, so much fun! And it was like one of the first games where you're a Jedi. You can change your lightsaber color, and do all these force attacks. I mean, that was like one of the first games that actually had all that i feel like so i played that i beat it to completion nice and then mm, i have a tough decision to make my brother i'm i'm between two games but i will take tony hawks underground oh man we play that another game that me and kyra Mm -hmm. just grinded on I bet everyone our age did. That was so fun. Oh, yeah. And the story was so fun. You're like grinding to become just like famous skate, like doing all these crazy tricks. But... Stories like you're just grinding. Mm-hmm. Awesome. <laughs> Grind. That's a Sigma. This is awesome. And I, like, uh, for... I, I would get to the the one I had the most trouble with was in Hawaii and it, you had to do a trick off the roof. I think my disc or something was malfunctioned because I would do it. Over and over again, I would land the trick off the roof in Hawaii, and it would not count it. So I don't know if you fellas remember that, but I just remember like a few of them like that, where it's kind of I thought it was vague, so I tried to do it, and it would never quite work. Yeah, and then you just happen to randomly land it, and you're like, oh, I don't even know what I just did. Cool. Yep. And then you pass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I like the way it starts out in that little town, and you can kind of free roam the town. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's like these like college kids around. Yeah. Yeah. This is so cool. All right. Last one. Ryan. Mario Kart. Nintendo yeah, 64. Yeah, nice, nice. <laughs> I wanted to take Mario Kart because everyone played it. It was such a classic. Yeah. Good one. Mm. I feel like I can keep going, that's for sure. I have more. Yeah, this is like ran back so many memories. I've got like 10 more than I thought I would. I got more Nintendo games to go through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got a pretty big list in my mind right, right. now. Okay. Um, I, my uncle, aunt and uncle gifted us a, like, I forget what it's called, like a Sega 
Is this like a Genesis? Genesis. Is it the handheld one? Yeah. And uh, one of the games on there. uh, Road Rash. It was Road Rash. Yeah. Yeah. I love playing that one. So Road Rash? Road Rash, yeah. Yeah, I've heard of A little motorcycle dude, and you could kick other dudes off their motorcycles. Oh. So much fun. Yeah, such a... Yeah, like your your track would just kind of like zero off into the distance, but then you come up on these other motorcyclists. Yeah, you're just like basically moving left and right. Yeah, super fun. Too bad I broke that thing against my head. <laughs> uh, did that one break that way too? No. No. Who? No. No. Many a controller broke that way. Oh, well, I ain't going to say it because you got one more pick left, but go ahead. Oh. Well. Here's the thing. <laughs> okay, it's okay. Nitro and Millie, Mini Clip. Or like I don't know if y'all ever did that. Oh man, yeah, well, yeah. Back in the day, it was like you'd Google search mini clip or Nitrome, and they'd have all these access to these free games. Mm-hmm. You have to just put in your mom's it's, credit it's card just number. Like, yeah. and the it's just like three wacky numbers on the back. <laughs> the crazy numbers. Yeah, it was just like the cool math games. Yeah, and then that one like uh, well like eight nine letter number code that. <laughs> you got from that card yeah exactly the, mom's the, safe the funny, funny numbers on my mom's card it's an easy task SSN colon <laughs> it would always say I have no idea it uh but yeah like you remember bad ice cream oh yeah no no oh man this is a random little flash game yeah on mini clip yeah just some like a little tiny little game where you just nice you so just what's it called guys? Bad ice cream. Bad ice cream, bro. Bad. <laughs> you just know how to go for bad ice cream. Uh, do y'all want to do one more, or should we just end it there? I could do a few more. Let's do one more. One more. Let's make it quick, though. Let's make yeah. it quick. Connor, you got one last okay. one. Um, There's this game my father taught me. It was called Switch. <laughs> In the premise. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hot <laughs> <Bot> side. <laughs> <laughs> Grab a small branch. Put one finger in your mouth and the other one. No, I would um <laughs> that one goes up your butt. When I say when I say go. Switch. <laughs> oh. Never, okay. It's a simple game, but the rules get really interesting. I thought you were talking about like going outside, grabbing a switch, and bringing it back in and getting whipped. Oh, I wish. Yeah, yeah that yeah. game sounds too easy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, uh, Star Wars Renegade Squadron. Play on PSP. Yeah, I remember that one. PlayStation Portable. Shout out to y'all. Hope this does good for your business. Hold it down. Pushing PSP. All right, nice. It's a fun game. Got to keep the Star Wars games in there. Yeah, man. All right. Dude, I totally figured the name of it. I have my phone. I could rule it. Do you know that game? It's like Ratchet and Clank. But it's not Ratchet and Clank. It's uh, oh, that dude with like the elf not. ears and the little weasel dude. Just say Ratchet and Clank. I'm not going to tell you the name of it. Well, that game. Nope. <laughs> yeah, that one. You better I, know the name. I you, played you're it. You're not allowed to pick it. I played it. My last pick. That's your last pick? Well, I was chosen. I played it on the PSP. Jack and Daxter. Jack and Daxter, yeah. Literally, one of my favorite games to play on the PSP. That's actually like, I played that. So much. Dude, Jack and Daxter is amazing. So good. Yeah, as a kid, I was just like, I was just so mind blown that I'm playing a game this cool. 
Like I remember thinking this is nothing like anything I've ever played. You got to drive around, like you got to steal the motor, you know, motorcycles yep. and drive yep. around. And the fighting was cool. Fighting Whenever you got awesome. to play as the little uh as as little Daxter mm-hmm. and you're like going around eating bugs yeah. and stuff. It was just so neat. And then Jag had that little like power up mode he could go into yeah and be like a lot stronger i would actually i would love to play that one on the actual system and just, that's what i i played it on ps2 and it was i mean i want to yeah. play it and i just want to play it again dude my now. ps5 i wonder how much it is we, is, we is there look, new ones well i know but i bet you can get the old one oh backwards compatible yes no you can play the i'll ones. uh i'll check after dude <laughs> that would get that would go wild uh, dude that's literally what i was gonna pick i love that game yeah right there yeah, that's the one I played right there. Mm-hmm. Let me. The yeah, one, the blue, the blue. Yeah, I played. Uh, hold on, because there was like three. You play? Uh, maybe more. Yeah. That so was... I just played that one, the OG Jack and Dax. Which one? Just that one there. But there was a bunch. Yeah, I played the the one, the blue one. I don't know. Yeah. So you probably did stuff that I didn't even get to do. So cool, but uh, okay, nice, great pick, Ryan. Last pick, NBA Jam, NBA Jam, nice. I just played that not that long ago on an arcade machine. Favorite games. Yep, NBA Jam. Oh, my love of of sports. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So you're big NBA fan then, huh? You heard of Lebron? (laughs) How many basketball? Yeah. Libra and Tomas is probably my favorite. Michelle Jordan. Dude, that is great. Okay. If you play Jam, you would know what I'm talking about. Okay, well, I'm going to go real uh, off the rip. Dave Mira Freestyle BMX 2. I even know what that is. Dude. No idea. Yeah, what is that? Strictly. So it's like uh, Tony Hawk Underground. I was going to pick Skate 3 here. Because Skate 3 was awesome. Did y'all ever play that? Yeah, that was Skate cool. 3 was so fun. But no, this one is like those games, but strictly bicycle. Mm. Bicycle? And there, there was a mode? character, a Slim Jim character. What? And he was like a Slim Jim guy, and his head was like a brown hair flat top that went like off the screen. It was so high, so tall. I'll have to look it up and show you, but... Dave Mira, uh, BMX Freestyle 2. Freestyle like a BMX. fun dream. I've got an honorable mention, if I may. Yeah, of course. I don't know if you guys... I don't remember the name of this one either, but it was on the early PlayStation games. And it was like your... There's like a raccoon, and he has like this hook thing. Oh. He was like a spy, and there's like all these thief? different animals. Thief? Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Sat thief. Um, I know. Uh, okay, hold on, hold on. But yeah. That one was a lot of fun. Yeah, Sly Cooper. Yeah, Sly Cooper. Sly there Cooper and the Thievius Raccoonus. Raccoonus? Sly Cooper. Bro was Sly. Sly <laughs> little dog. Good honorable mention. Um, Yeah, I, I gave my honorable mention Skate 3 because you guys picked my other ones that were on my list, but Skate 3 didn't get picked. And Connor took <laughs> Battlefront. Yeah. Okay. Oh, should probably recap. Yeah. Sorry, this is normally Ethan's job. I'm just not. Man, yeah, Ethan's is all over this usually. Okay, vote for who had the best nostalgic games. Mm-hmm. Connor, Hop Tropica, Roblox, Battlefront 2, Bad Ice Cream, and Star Wars Renegade Squadrons. That's pretty sick. 
Caleb, Shrek 2, mm. Disney Skate Adventure, mm-hmm. Battlefront 1, Road Rash, and Jack and Daxter. Man. I have to pick you just for that pick. Dude. I know. Wonderful pick. <laughs> Ryan? Ryan's got like some real OGs though. Yeah, Super right Mario stabbed. Bros. 3, Donkey Kong Country, that cool math running game we all remember playing. <laughs> Mario Kart and NBA Jam. That's good. That's very good. Classics. The classics. And then Nick, mine, uh, Minecraft, MX versus ATV, The Force Unleashed, Tony Hawk's Underground, and Dave Mira Freestyle BMX 2. Yeah, you gotta show us that one, dude. It was so fun. I get like my other four. Everyone knows. I feel like they're pretty big, but that one, the super nostalgic, and I feel I feel like only me and my brother played it, and it had a great uh, soundtrack too. So all you're doing is going around the city with different uh skate skate parks, but you're on a bicycle and just different random spots, and you can pre roam the whole city, and you're doing all this just random stuff. It's awesome. That's super cool with a cool chill soundtrack playing. So it was more like a calm. Little calm game. I like that. Yeah, I want to see what it looks like. Yeah, what? Look it up. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll such a slim gym guy. Yeah, we'll also look up Jack and Daxter after this. Oh, maybe we should just end the pod. (laughs) On that note. Yeah. No, no. Well, vote for who you think had the best list. Please vote. Please. We'd love you guys to vote. Um, Please. (laughs) You want to take a quick break? Sure. Just a quick little pause, and then we'll be right back. Just listen to the, the music. Here's a little elevator music to keep you going. Well, I have we have got to figure out what is going on down there. What is just going on down there? What's happening? Down there in the great great white South Pole. Lord if I know. What is going on in Antarctica? What's going on? What do you think? Couldn't tell you. Too many, too many ideas floating around the old advice up here. Yeah. Well, there is a treaty sign, so we know it's nothing war related. That's good. Oh, that's we, right. We, we can feel at peace about that. Yeah. It's just that treaty games. that just says science. like Antarctica won't be fought over. So but, I think there's a peace pact between a few countries about like them using it only for scientific research and nothing else. But well, like, said, like anybody can come check. Like and what anyone's US, doing? Yeah, if the US had like a lab down there, Russia could come and look at and it. check the lab, yeah. That yeah. makes sense. But I don't think like random people just aren't allowed to go. Is what I've heard. Yeah. Yeah, only certain countries can observe, I think. So they just got nothing military. A bunch of stations down there. They said there's like a they were thinking it's a no fly zone, but it's actually just you have to keep stay above eight thousand feet. Yeah. Which I think that's kind of goes for like everywhere. Um, you can't really go that low. Um well they said that was because of the air pollution. Right, because they're studying. Oh, right. That is, yeah, yeah. We listen to that same, yeah. Okay, I was wondering, like, how, like, is that real though? Like, how real does that sound? Like, 
oh, we got to study the, how clean the air is, so no. Well, he said it about travel. snowmobiles too. Like he he could only drive to certain places on a snowmobile, and then he had to turn it off, and walk the rest of the way, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I don't really know. It just seems like an odd reason. Who are you, who are you talking about? What you who do? Oh, uh, that's to? Uh, Eric Hecker. Eric Hecker. So Erica. so Eric Hecker is a guy who worked for Raytheon or a contractor for Raytheon, I think. Which do you guys? I mean, he explains what Raytheon is, but it is a like a military uh, industrial contractor. So they make things for the military. They research for uh, militaristic purposes, kind of like mm-hmm. um, Lockheed Martin and Skunk Works. Yep. Raytheon. Stark Industries. Yeah. yeah military yeah. contracts. <laughs> yeah. So like, honestly, who knows what they're doing? Because they can pretty much do whatever they want. Oh, yeah. Um, but so he, he goes down there for a year and he has uh complete access cause he was working as a kind of like a handyman. I think he said plumber, but I think he was doing just a, a lot of general work that needed to be done. And as a fireman, firefighter, it so, like was a welder for him and stuff. Yeah. So he had access to everywhere cause he was like, I think like a general. Okay, he said he got to like a top position yeah. where he had a key to whatever he wanted. Yeah. So he could go anywhere and and he talks about like this is crazy to me. This blows my mind. So the ice cube. It is basically a uh a giant telescope. Now when I say telescope, like an X-ray is a telescope, but for X-ray lights, you know, it's not like the telescope we think of looking into the but it is a way to see light. And uh there's this the base i guess the biggest telescope on earth of just like ancient Antar- antarctic ice like a kilometer by kilometer by kilometer so this giant piece of ice that they can use to detect um now i can't think of the word i wrote it down um neutrinos any of this making sense to me yes but so explain, the average it, for, mind. Yeah, explain it for my friend yeah. here. He doesn't right. know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Me, I get it, but this guy <laughs> so so neutrinos are this particle. They are the lightest particle we've ever discovered. Um like I think like a million times lighter than an electron. Um and they're so small and light and they travel at almost the speed of light. So we never knew about them until not that long ago, I don't think. Like relatively, objectively, not that long ago. Yeah. yeah. But and they rarely interact with anything in the universe because they're so small and light that they basically just pass through everything. Yeah, they like pass through atoms. Yeah, they pass through atoms without ever hitting anything. So you never even know they're there. Like you have millions, billions passing through you at the moment you're listening to this podcast. So, we we finally started detecting them. We I guess our technology has advanced. So there's this giant. Um, it's called the ice cube because that that's what it is is ice in the Antarctic. Um, that uh, the nu- neutrinos. <laughs> you want to say neurons, but neutrinos yeah. do. I guess the ice is so dense because it's been frozen for who knows how long. M- you know, however long it's been there. 15, 20 years. At least. Dude, maybe. I'm guessing, yeah, maybe I don't know. 30. At most. Man, but I'd say at least 15. 
and that, that might be a stretch, you know, but so they could start yeah. detecting him through there. And then I don't know how the technology works. Like you said, I'm not a science man, but it's just, it's just weird me out. Cause this is true. This is all fact. Like you can look this up. It is an actual station in Antarctica that they, they say it is just a telescope. I say that with parentheses, but air quotes, um, I guess technically it is a telescope. But to just to spot these neutrinos to be able to study them, but what, what Eric Hecker is saying is that the technology in Antarctica is way more advanced than we can even imagine, than that humans in the regular day to day world like us know about. Yeah, he said you'd never even think about it. Yeah, and they say that a lot about these companies like Raytheon and. Yeah, you know, stuff they these military into. contractors because they keep all their technology like secret. So he said, not only can it, it can see the neutrinos, but he said they've gotten to the point where they they can they can transmit neutrinos. So this is basically a particle that can move through anything, and at the speed of light. Mm-hmm. And he said that they. When he was there in 2010 to 2011, that um, they were testing out at first. Basically, it's a direct energy weapon. And they were testing it out and accidentally caused the earthquakes. And um, was it a Christ Point, New Zealand or Church Point, New Zealand? Church Point, I think. Church Point, New Zealand. And that they caused those earthquakes. Testing it out on accident. But, yep. And, you know, he's a whistleblower. He's a. You know, can't say too much. I don't even know if he's still alive. Is he? Somebody check on the man. <laughs> That's crazy, though. He said they hit it twice on accident trying to start it up. Yeah. And I, uh, another thing he said that it does is that they can somehow can be pushing them back and forth in the air and detect uh, machines flying by. And he says that they already can keep track of all normal normal devices that are being flown about so pretty much referencing all this ufo stuff that's happening in congress and everything he's pretty much saying that this machine was also made to use the not uh, what are they called again neutrinos neutrinos to detect other forms of crafts yeah basically a full earth air radar yeah system which is insane obviously so the power he he's is saying that they can control these neutrinos, which is something that like I was talking about right now. We're obviously a bunch of biffs, and this is like something we can't even like really. I mean, we're not even grasping right now. Yeah, like, well, it's, we just, you just can't. I was listening to some other um, they're like astronomy um, graduates, so astronomers, I guess, or physicists. And they weren't even talking about the possibility of controlling these neutrinos. They were just talking about their existence. Just like the very bare minimum. Like, yeah, we do know they exist now because we can finally pick up on them every now and again. Because they so rarely interact with anything. And um, that they, they most likely, a lot of them come from the sun and from nuclear reactions in outer space. And then even here on Earth when we do it. But then they just disperse. Um, I think Neil deGrasse Tyson explains them as a particle that comes from a nuclear reaction so small, so delicate, that it's ghost-like and you would never even know they exist. Hmm. I mean, 
I, I just I can't even. So that's these physicists and astronomers talking about it, and here you have this guy saying, "Yeah, they have the technology to harness this particle now and use it." Yeah, bro, that's interesting. That's scary, Maui. <laughs> Oh yeah, oh, he yeah. talked about in the interview like the red lasers coming out. Yeah, oh, the green laser the too. Green laser, the yeah, ship from green, the from the so Nora. Green. Nora, is it Nora Tower? I don't remember the name, but he. I mean, he he goes into a lot of stuff that he witnessed or had people tell him was happening down there. It's interesting. It was also, um, well, I listened to him real quick before I came here. It seemed a little like. Sketchy. Yeah, a little crazy. Yeah, but I don't. Know, he well, okay. You remember when he mentioned? Because part of his theory was this telescope or ice cube thing could, like, they had the ability to put thoughts into your head. Oh, yeah, which that was wild. But then he mentioned he was like, and McDonald's has yeah has like already been investigating this. Did anybody look that up? I did. That's not frames. what McDonald's is doing though. They're doing. They're they're saying that like th- it it is rumored, which I actually kind of believe it. Like they want to, like be able to advertise in your dreams about their stuff. Yeah, which is crazy. But I think they're wanting to use like scents, like have something that shoots out scents while you're. So sleeping. you can just taste the Big Mac. Yeah, that's <laughs> pretty you're, awesome. Certain part of your sleep cycle to like shoot out the scent of like you know Big Mac nuggets, nuggets fries, which. Got me drooling in my sleep. That's why I be drooling on my pillow. Bro, for That's real. it. That's why I wet my bed, bro. What the heck, McDonald's? I knew it. Oh, oh, Big Mac. Oh, I pissed a bed. No. If you call your average dream 100% to add McDonald's to it, I mean, I, I would do that. I ain't even that mad about it, bro. Yeah. Just imagine yeah. having a dream and then right at the end, it's like, <laughs> you wake up sweating. What the? What was Ronald doing? No. Grimace? <laughs> Man, I don't know, but is McDonald's open? Dude, that's why you'd be craving it. I don't know why. So, I mean, apparently, yeah, I mean, is that... I never looked that up. I just kind of heard that and I was like, that's kind of crazy. Quick side note, you legit have a praying mantis like right there. What? Inside that chair. Oh my oh, gosh. Dude. Yeah. He's just trying to join the pod. Bro, should we, should we invite him on? Are you serious? That's awesome. I love Premier. Go, go get his input. Hey, bro. Go get the dude. Come here. Come here real quick. Dude, he's for the dude from Kung Fu Panda. Y'all remember Mantis? Yeah. You know the uh, the praying mantis females like eat and kill the males? Yeah. Head off on yeah. Hey, put him up to the camera. Dude, get, that's get awesome. Limelight. Get him some limelight. Yes, sir. And don't get him too close. You back up a little bit because I can actually see it. Yeah, he's just, let, let, just let a focus in. What up, little fella? All right, Pang Mantis, what's your name? All my fellas. All right, so we actually have a fifth guest tonight. It's Mantis. Mantis, what's you got to say? You got to say, I feel the neutrinos passing through my body as we speak. He's saying, I'm having intrusive thoughts about killing you right now. I think he is. I, you know, someone's controlling my brain with neutrino, yeah. telling me to fight you all to the death. And I will food. kill you. I've never my seen thoughts are telling me this. I've never seen someone want to get in the right. house. I've never How seen would a get in the house? in my house either. Ooh, this chill dude. It's one of those bugs that are not creepy. 
at all. Uh, it's like a super cool bug. Well, they uh, react to you. Have you seen that orchid? Oh, they're like super orchid. cool. Yeah. Yeah, look like you see his head turn. Yeah, yeah. he's watching you. So he probably would. Is he poisonous? Have you seen the videos no. where they like have him attack goldfish and stuff? Dude, yeah. Oh yeah. Like the big praying mantises. Yeah. They'll actually kill them too. It's crazy. They're like yeah. They're I mean they're ferocious, but they're like oh, don't super interesting. Don't let Will Willow see him. She'll yeah. she'll go Let's crazy. Let's see that matchup. Praying mantis versus Willow. Willow will yeah. tear tear him yeah. a new one. <laughs> <laughs> She's a dog. She got the dog get her. It's so weird to see his head shift. Yeah, like he's he's watching you. New guest. I'm really glad he's part of the pod. I feel like this kind of applies to Cremances as well. Yeah. For those who can't see this, it says if it flies, it spies. But I think if it crawls, it also spies. (laughs) My my grandma crawled. And Lord did she spy. If it crawls. It has <laughs> oh, oh man, he's like looking up at us right now. That's weird. Kind of cool though. Yeah, he's chilling. He's a he's cool dude. Vibing, for real. So I'll give him a cup of whiskey. I know, man. He's got one right there. Hey, hey. enjoy, buddy. Yeah, it's all yours. It's all yours, pimp. Yeah. Um, the intrusive, intrusive thoughts one. Here's the thing. That's just so crazy about it, though. It sounds so wacky, but he tells you that over and over. He's like, the stuff I'm telling you sounds like the most mind-blowing thing you've ever heard, and it sounds like something that's not possible. say it was unimaginable. But it is 100% possible. And it is interesting just what if that was possible, that they are just yeah, almost like there's these people that are beyond government, beyond uh, political ideals, that they just are using literal technology quantum technology we can't even ponder the existence of and legitimately making just guiding people to be doing certain things having actual intrusive thoughts and the really weird part is that uh, what did he call it what was it called it's some kind of disease not disease but an effect start with an h yeah um it's a syndrome yeah it was a harmony. What was that? It was hemorrhoids. A, yeah. Hemorrhoid syndrome, something? No, it's a syndrome that, uh, like, soldiers Havana need, right? Syndrome. Havana, Havana syndrome. syndrome, yeah. But he's saying that. It says, like, a lot of top government officials. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you get really weird skin like, itchiness. You get really bad headaches all the time. This weird stuff is, like, happening to you. Ringing and voices. It's always their own voice. But they'll just be realized that they're like, it's like arguing, thinking. arguing. Yeah, with your you're having thoughts. really weird, it's intrusive thoughts. You're having really weird thoughts making you want to do something and you're telling yourself no. Mm. That's, I mean, it sounds weird 100%. It just sounds, like sounds loony. But then again, it's like, I mean, oh. how about the idea of sending up these? Well, it sounds like hemorrhagic, honestly. It so, is hemorrhagic. So this is why I started with neutrinos because it can. Honestly, the crazy stuff can all kind of go back to neutrinos if they actually have figured out how to harness that power of that particle. Because if it can pass through anything at the speed of light, it can go into your brain. You know, it can it can start a fire in Maui when you're shooting from it. Oh, oh, or it can start an earthquake from anywhere in the world. Yeah, it It is. Can spot a aircraft in over Europe 
down in Antarctica. You know, it can. I think, possibilities are endless. I think having. I think there's a lot of people that maybe sit there and they go, "For a fact, this thing is happening," and I understand it. And you're an idiot if you think it's not happening. But I think that that's kind of that's crazy. But I yeah. think it's equally equally as absolute crazy if you sit there and say there's no way any of that's happening. Yeah, one hundred percent. Because history has already told you. No, all these things that you thought you were so confident on, complete lies to you, or completely opposite, or there was something in the works that you couldn't even ponder yet. So it's like the idea of like, there's just no way. Oh, there's definitely a way, you know. Think so, about TV and stuff. Like yeah, hundred years ago or whatever, like nobody would ever have thought of that. That's and if you told them that, like, oh, how, yeah, what, what am I watching? What am I looking at? Trying to explain that to them was uh, Ethan saying his grandpa remembers not having electricity. Yeah. So that wasn't that long ago, you know? Yeah. Actually, that's what the Eric guy talks about. He's like, whenever Tesla was like describing Bro, the was process of making some sort of energy power things, like that process is just mind blowing. Yeah. Which Tesla apparently figured out the solution to um, endless energy, endless renewable ener- energy. And maybe he. he a lot of stuff. Though. Yeah. Just died pretty much and maybe he's just way ahead of his time and he figured it out but that he didn't quite have the technology to progress it enough yet and maybe they do now there's a lot of his stuff that he talked about people that he was making and there's drawings he had and everything and all that's like gone yeah we don't know where it is and everything you know very interesting stuff like that i just i think you're just as crazy to say there's no way yeah you know what i mean i i mean i agree i I will say the the mind, you know, going into your dreams or your mind. I don't know about like that does oh, yeah. sound crazy. It sounds crazy, but yes. I I do believe there is a truly like endless supply of energy that can be tapped into. Yeah, Tesla said there was. He said he found it. The direct energy weapons are real. Like this, no, I don't know what they're doing, but those are real. You know, you can go on. Can, to, you, can you say for a fact though the whole mind thing is not real? No, I can't say it's not real. That's why I think that's the most, that's the most realistic, best opinion you can have, because yeah, like they could go into your head and like say these things and make you think it's yourself, like Inception, basically. Yeah, which I mean, yeah, like intrusive thoughts, yeah. Yeah, intrusive thoughts, but that's wild. I mean, the part that's crazy though, like what is your voice? Is it is a chemical, electrical pulses on your brain and you are that's a little all it is with your brain and you're communicating with yourself with these pulses whether it's electrical or chemical that's how your brain works so if you are if people are actually fooling around with quantum entanglement and 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 uh i keep keep forgetting what it's called neutrinos neutrinos and everything that like actual building blocks of what our brains even built out of if we're like actually playing around with that the idea that you could emulate those pulses remotely sound it sounds crazy. It sounds crazy, but like I, I don't know. I have no idea. The idea of quantum entanglement and the, all this—he he almost insane. lost me with the quantum entanglement stuff. Like believing it? No, just, just like explaining, explaining it. it is insane. I mean, I quantum entanglement at the in simple terms is almost like um, transportation. You know, like. Basically teleportation. Teleportation. That's what I'm saying. Basically, yeah. Yeah. That he 
the way he described it, you should just listen to it because we're not going to do it as well. But basically that... The, it was the Sean Ryan podcast yeah, with uh, Eric Hacker. Eric Hacker, but you could just do more research on quantum entanglement itself. Yeah. This is real. This is not made up. Quantum I mean, it is a phys- you know, it's yeah. physics. Yeah, this is an actual real thing, the quantum entanglement, is that supposedly if you can get two... This, uh, uh, he said like electrons, for example. Maybe they've... Uh, being able to do neutri- neutrinos now. Who neutrinos, knows? who knows? He was the same, for example, something like that. That small, if you had them spinning them. and you quantum entangle them, I don't even know how this process works, Right. and you separated them apart and shot one like infinitely somewhere else, it doesn't matter where it was, whatever you do to this particle, since they're quantum entangled, that particle will begin doing the exact same thing instantly. I mean, in, in the speed of light. Faster. And I was getting there these tiny particles. So yeah, they, they move far and fast. They can. So it's like you know? and, and so he was saying that that's ways that you can send messages, you can communicate. You can do, he's saying all these different things are possible that just immediate at any point, at any place, affecting. That's insane. I mean, and I if you're fooling stuff like that, I, I I just like I mean, brother, they still got me lost on the gigantic block of ice. That's a giant telescope. I don't yeah. even know how that works. It's just ice. What are you doing? But it's real. It's called the ice cube. Shout out to ice cube, bro. The ice cube, no doubt, the inspiration for this device, <laughs> named after. Yeah, that's where the device got its name. Yeah. Not because it's a giant gigantic block of ice. No. No, it's due to Ice Cube, baby. Ice Cube for under pressure. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the Queen and uh, Bowie song. Under pressure. Was, uh, no, I think it's you, bro. Oh. Who? Queen and David Bowie. Under pressure. Ice Cube. Yeah, Vanilla Ice. He uh he sampled it. I couldn't think of his name. Yeah. Under pressure, you're saying it's not Ice Cube? <laughs> I don't believe so. I hate to break it to you, Connor. <laughs> yeah, I'm... Bro, you just shocked my world. Man, all this other talk was like easy compared to this right now. You tell me this is actually isn't Ice Cube? What's going on? Pressing down on me. Mm. Yeah. The theory that that's the same lady. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, it's such a classic ice cube. Uh, you see that? <laughs> that theory that lady had about um, Antarctica having a frozen ancient civilization. It was, um, yep. That one, I I actually just full blown. Uh, believe in this was the the down the rabbit hole podcast yeah. right yeah well she was saying it was atlantis right yeah or she's saying it c- could have been but but what she said is that there were there were maps before antarctica was even discovered and yeah. they were insanely accurate yep and then, i suppose these maps actually had the continent of south america done correctly mm-hmm. how about yeah. its size it was so it's a very accurate map like proportion to Africa. Yeah, correctly. Yeah. So that was a very, for that time, very accurate map. Who was it that went around and gathered these different maps to cross-reference it into one map? What was it Magellan? Christopher Columbus, I think they talked about. Columbus, but I think... Marigo Vespucci. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. It's a real guy. Of course you would say him. <laughs> was he Italian? Wow. Did you hear what he said? <laughs> the spoochie. Gabagool. <laughs> Gabagool no, no the map thing, I was going to bring that up. I had that in my notes. It's crazy to me. Very. So, like, our history is obviously wrong about when places were discovered because there's maps of it. Accurate maps. So, 300 years before yeah, anybody else. Yes. And they said that they copied their maps from like well i think the one that i was talking about is like they copied it from columbus right to make this map but that map itself also was copied from uh, so i forget the name yeah but that yeah he said he got his from he's like oh i actually didn't go there and do the whole thing myself no i got this from i just kind of was using this other map that yes which we have no idea who made those maps but yeah again supposedly had never been discovered yet and it shows antarctica to the size that it is uh but it's green it's not covered in snow or ice yeah Yeah, no it had ice but then it also showed the land under so like what yeah and and also but and also back then they didn't know antarctica was covered in ice they hadn't been yeah unless people that made these maps did which means it was discovered way before but the interesting thing what this person this podcast is talking about and it's very interesting for Basically, all cultures, all of them have their in their history a record of a world flood that oh, yeah. destroyed their civilization, just destroyed ancient civilization, destroyed all this stuff. And the way that and there's, there's natural evidence to so back much natural up the evidence flood, for this dude, flood so. happening, and it's not a coincidence that every single culture agrees on a single story. Yeah, uh, and not only that, but if like the polarities of this planet change slightly it literally would cause a flood a giant melting of the ice caps and giant then, melting immediate yeah. and also immediate freezing of where they switch to of where they switch so to. everywhere else would get flooded with water that didn't have water from the ice that melted and then wherever that pole switched to say it's north and south now and it changed to east and west then the east and west would become the frozen caps yep and then everywhere else would be, it would reconfigure, the water would level out and reconfigure your whole landscape. And that's what's really interesting too, like all this like, about the time that these, you know, the, the trials of Gilgamesh and everything, you know, these Sumerian texts, talking about this flood, uh, around that time, you can go find frozen woolly mammoths, frozen animals, but they're not frozen because they died, they're frozen like mid-chewing. Yeah. So that means it was was instant freezing. It was staying there eating, living life, and immediately froze. So that is interesting that this map was done showing that. And the Egyptians were told, was it, was it, uh, who was it? Was it Silas? Plato. Plato? He told Plato that they they thought 9,000 years before them, Atlantis, you know, that's where all his advanced technology, all blah, blah, blah. But Plato wrote this down because Egyptians told him, and it could totally make sense, all these historical things, that there was an advanced civilization, and then because of this flood and everything, it was destroyed. It's done. It's covered in ice, immediately frozen. I mean, we can't drill down far enough into the ice at the moment, I don't think. No. It's just like, there's just so many interesting things that, like, yeah, with all the weird stuff in Antarctica especially, it's like, there's a lot of interesting historical stories yeah. and stuff like that that 
what is happening yeah. in Antarctica? No. I mean, there's <laughs> land there, and there's been accounts to describe it as not being always completely frozen. And then uh, oh, the crazy story, the Admiral Byrd, they, um, he was the guy to to fly over Antarctica. And his account is like insane. Now, this is an admiral. And he, I think he was on like a government charter to go and explore. Because he, he was the first uh, man to fly over the Arctic Circle. Oh, really? Which that's been fully um, discovered. The Arctic Circle, I believe. We've we've flown over all of it, um, chartered it. But, and then he was the first guy to start going into the Antarctic. And his account, I mean, I don't know if he was tripping, but he goes into a lot of um, passing the ice and then go, finding like lush green. And then like a... Than people. And then he comes back, and uh, I think basically the story goes um, he was told not to uh, recount anything he saw. And then the uh, the treaty was signed by all the countries that it won't be taken over. It'll just serve as stations for scientific research. After his, um, you'd have to look him up, Admiral. Admiral Richard E. Bird. Hmm. Look him up. So he flew over Antarctica and found green land, and, and then and then he describes seeing a uh, an animal uh, that he thought was an elephant, and then they get a little lower, and they're like, "No, that is a woolly mammoth-like animal." And uh, story kind of progresses from there. I'm not saying I believe it. Pretty wild. Just Shane. <laughs> Um, I think he talks about his instruments starting to mess up. Man, I really wish I had the time to uh, dive more into um, his. So Richard E. Byrd, an American naval officer, pioneering American aviator, polar explorer. I mean, this was a decorated man. He was born in 1888 um, and then died in 1957. Um, And yeah, he only got to a segment of the Antarctic Plateau. So he he didn't even I I wish I could go into it more, but I just didn't do the uh see the problem with all the current right now he's looking at the Google Earth to look at that. Yeah, but the problem is even the Google Earth everyone like admits to it's completely not Oh yeah, Google Earth is whack on Antarctica. It, it's it's not accurate. It only shows one spot which is the like this is the only spot it actually shows that you can like zoom in on. It's yeah. Like the snow. And... Yeah. Oh, it's green. Whoa. <laughs> oh my gosh. I think I see a tree. Yeah, man. Dude, zoom in on that tusk. <laughs> oh. But it's that small little quarter, and then like the rest of it is just like blur. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, you, how... First thought was like, I'll just throw maps and zoom in on this bike. Yeah, I, it's not. Not accurate. Flat Earth, bro. Yeah. <laughs> if you actually were, I mean, if you have bases, you do all this stuff out there. Your your Google, this Google Earth is not going to show that. They're going to have stuff to make you don't see that. Yes, we're going to have to get a plane, boys. Yeah, we got to go to Antarctica. We're just going to find a giant ice wall that they're we're going to fly to, and then we're going to get tracked down by some B eighteens. Yep. 
You're gonna tell us to turn around. Hey, under eight thousand feet. Yeah, <laughs> the pyramids. Yeah, didn't even talk about the pyramid in yeah, Antarctica. Like the, they called it the no the the Father Pyramid or whatever. Yeah, um, because dude, how is that a mountain? It looks too yeah. perfect. There's several of them talking about it. Well, you can find that on maps. I tried looking it up. Um, I couldn't find it, but I then I saw Google images of people who found it on maps, and yep. it looks like. So you can see it from Google. Or I mean, it's a it's a point with the four lines coming down, like it's got four sides, like a pyramid does. Obviously weathered, but all around the world, there's pyramids. Um, all around, of, all, all of, around uh, the world. and of cultures that never cross, ne- never, never seen each other. All of them, a lot of them, have made pyramids, and. Other people will say, oh, it's just because that's a really easy design to make. Maybe. Not really. Not but the giant pyramids exactly, they made. That's it, actually really hard. It seems to be, well, why? Yeah. No, it, there's not really that much of a purpose. Unless there was, or there's some reasoning behind it. Unless they all knew about it because they knew about their like the original pyramid that were built. The father pyramid. The father pyramids that were built. Yeah. Dude, yeah. look at it. And obviously, it's really old, so it looks weather. But, bro, is that a mountain? It's you tell two me. Kilometers wide. It's crazy. I mean, yeah. that's massive, though. Two kilometers. And we worked too with the with uh, if this area was a populated area, and then it was but instantly even frozen. The pyramid, he's uh, can't even be close to two kilometers wide, is it? That's like massive. I don't know. Maybe I mean, look up how wide the pyramid of Giza is. But yeah, what they what basically what they're saying is that it there was a civilization civilization there that first began, and that's where all the other pyramids come from. I feel like, but it's just been lost. I feel in like time. it was advanced. I think they it was very advanced. I think all this all the stories in Unaki and everything stems from this. Gosh. Then f- when a flood happens, find it. Mm-hmm. Oh, he found it. Yeah. Did you find it? Yeah. But here's a structure right next to this little pyramid. Oh, thing. dude. And it like looks like another pyramid. That does look like a smaller one. What the, bro? No. That's crazy. I yeah. So I think it was a society. Share that location with me. I think. Uh, no, a flood happened. The polars have changed. That froze immediately. That civilization's gone, and the survivors from this flood remembered how that worked, and they try to rebuild those pyramids again. Yeah. Thousands of years. Trying to rebuild the, yeah. those pyramids they used to have. So, I mean, it doesn't have to be some crazy civilization. I mean, like it could, no. like Egyptians, we know they built pyramids, so. I, I could totally see it, because just the way of, like, there's talk of all this stuff, and there's old, really old paintings and cave drawings, even, of things that seem like Extremely advanced. Booga booga, baby. You just don't even understand it. Like, what if? Mine's all blurry, bro. Oh, really? Maybe it'll load. Uh oh. They're sending those uh, neutrinos into your brain right oh, now. Oh, it was just—it was just super zoomed in. That's why. It was just super zoomed in, and then it goes on like other stuff. Yeah. Well, that obviously looks like a mountain range there. We see the mountainous region around it, and they. Mountainous region, yeah, like right there. Yeah, oh, like that mountainous region. Mountainous region. That looks like a volcano, actually. 
volcano. Yeah. It's got an open top, but it looks just the same as these. Yeah, I mean, the mountain range around it honestly looks pretty similar to what what they're calling the this uh, pyramid. But there is a little one right next to it. I don't know, bro. Well, that and the, the one that right next to it does look a lot different from everything else around. But Yeah, it does. I mean, that's almost a perfect pyramid. Well... Just look, a little weather. Yeah, yeah. Look this up. Look, look up the pyramids in Antarctica. I'll we'll find the images. The longitude latitude. Perfect, perfect. Write this down. Get a pen and paper. This is like northwest of that. Another one. Yeah, they're like more. So it's just mountains. How much is the clickbait? Yeah, because there's. I mean, they're just mountains. They look like pyramids, yeah, though. Right there, like that. That's crazy. They just, just built seventeen gigantic pyramids. Something that's for sure this did happen, and something I would actually I would love to do another whole pod just about is the Nazis' uh, this absolute endeavors to find ancient technology in the Thule Society and everything. But they actually, with the Thule Society, before the Nazis even became a thing, very shortly before, they did send out a team of people sent out on one of their boats and did go to Antarctica to explore and to find because they were just completely confident. Don't know why. Extremely confident that they would find this older civilization. They would find its buildings. They would find ancient well, technology. Admiral Byrd says he did find them. So that that's the weird thing. So. And and they went out there to go get it. And then you get to the con- this is more conspiracy theory. It's not as fact. But it's just interesting to think about that supposedly that they did find something, whoever it was. They sent many more Nazis throughout the war and smaller batches over there and started doing work and everything and making a base basically in Antarctica. That's the more conspiracy part of it. Don't know. But the first part is true. And it's interesting that these people are like actually taking it for real and trying to like go to Antarctica to find something. That's just why. Well, I mean, they truly believed there was advanced technology to be yeah. found. Hyperborea. What the? Hyperawatama? Uh, Hyperborea. Hamana Hamana? It's in Antarctica and they thought it was like a portal basically to, or maybe a hole Stargate? to get into their like Oh yeah, a complete basically what that guy saw on the plane. Yeah, that. yeah. To the uh, the under like the journey to the center of the earth type stuff. Uh, basically, <laughs> dude, great movie. Brendan Fraser. That was a good movie. Oh, yeah. When the T X T X showed up. You you mean the uh, carnosaur? No, I'm, just hey, watch <laughs> I'm it, actually. Watch it. Hey, I'm walking it. Yeah, dinosaur expo over here. What do we know? Actually, it was a twice. That's it. would have been way scarier. Well, I think this has really piqued the interest of our listeners. I hope it has. Hope it has. Do your own research. Figure this stuff out. Yeah. Get interested in the things. Obviously, it's a lot of mumbo jumbo, wombo. You know, the study of wombology. Oh, is crazy. Spifers, we've been speaking a whole lot of Japanese tonight. There's she a yap wombo, town. She wombo. It's first grade, SpongeBob. Sky, what look at that. What a dude. A lot of it is. But hey, maybe some of it's true. Neutrinos are real. Uh, we just don't know the extent that we've uh, learned about them yet. McDonald's in your dreams. Like yeah, McDonald's. Big yeah. Mac got me drooling on the pillow. That is your near future. <laughs> if you see and- a happy meal tonight, you know why. In the podcast immediately yeah. after. <laughs> yeah. And our sponsor is 
Mickey D's, baby. Ba, 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 ba. This has been fun. Yes. This has been a beautiful evening. What a wonderful, what wonderful midweek boys' night. Just sitting on the couch, just chilling. Nicholas's wonderful drink. Mm. Yeah, delicious. The gimlet. 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 Little gimlet, mate. Little dog in the PJs right here. The little willow in the Pray jammies. Mantis, pal. Oh, the little mantis on the table. What's he doing now? He's chilling. He's just chilling, bro. So many things going on. He's trying to get Ryan. <laughs> little mantis on the table. <laughs> oh, wait, he's like, whoa. Very interested in that. Dude, is he is he is he Judy chopping you right now? No, he's like looking around all weird. Dude, he's about to Judy chop. Oh, he's got his brain. They do that. Like they do that to your finger. I mean like, you saw Kung Fu Panda. It? Yeah. You saw Kung Fu Panda. Actually I didn't, Nick. Oh. <laughs> you assumed way too fast. <laughs> Great movie, by the way. One and two. Yeah, right, bro's getting mad. These are female, right? The ones that are I think the females are bigger though, right? Yeah, that's a pretty small one. I don't know. Oh, really? oh, 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 bro! Nice, nice. What a lad! All right, well, thank you for joining Papa's Playhouse. Um, thank you guys for coming to my house. Thank you for having us. Um, follow the TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Papa's Playhouse podcast. Uh, listen to us anywhere you listen to podcasts, other than all the other ones, but Spotify and Apple. Yep, yep. So only those two. Yep. And yeah, again, if you like us talking about a little subject, if you want us to discuss a certain subject, just tell us. Say it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Send us a letter. If you want to hear more of my dad, just type it in there, and we'll get him to quit his job. Yeah. Yep. We'll do. I was going to say thank you to Papa for joining that last episode I couldn't be on. I listened to it. It was great. Mr. You enjoyed? Himself. Yeah. Mr. Play. The man, the legend, the way. Man. The <laughs> legend, the way. <laughs> Oh, you remain oh yeah in the basement <laughs> he just sounds like a creep sitting in the basement yeah, I love that smoking meat look at me chilling in the basement bar yeah just classic papa activities ah, great that was great can't wait to see him yeah I can't wait for him to join again maybe for it would be cool if we could get more more a couple more people in the pod too for that time it'd be fun all of us like everyone oh man would that be so tootsie. It would be tootsie. Be a, buy, a lot like, of fun. Seventeen bucks. <sighs> Small price to pay. All right. Well, All right. I think we're done. So see you guys next time. All right. Adios. Goodbye. Bye. Uh, see you. I'm Hello, our dear Papa pals. How are you? Well, that's good to hear. Unless, of course, you said you are not doing well. In that case, sorry about that. Hopefully this pod cured all your ailments, cured your sadness and attuned your mind to the Playhouse vibes. True attunement, after all, is true bliss. This was a great episode, yes. Enjoyed Nick's lovely house and a great Gimlet cocktail. Our amazing guests, Big Cummins Connor, the Italian Stallion Ryan, Willow the Dog and the Praying Mantis. What a VIP setup. Do you have any nostalgic games of your own or agree with any of the boys? Let us know. And what is happening in Antarctica? A mystery the boys just began to uncover. No doubt saying truths you never thought possible. The boys speak facts and truths only. No conjecture in the playhouse. 
Let us know if you know anything more about Antarctica the boys want to hear. We bid you a good morning or afternoon or good night. Whatever works with your timeline, I love you. The boys love you and Papa loves you. Goodbye, our most sweetest Papa pals. <laughs>